night is meant for an adult audience. Love I may contain sexually oriented content. On a good night, listener discretion is advised. What did that guy say? I don't know, that music was ripping though. The phone number for Love Line is 1-800-LOVE-191. That's 1-800-L-O-V-E-191. And now, here's Love Line with your host, Adam Carolla and Dr. Drew. Yes, indeed, indeed. Phone number for Loveline, 1-800-L-O-V-E-191. Fax number 310-854-4455. I'm Adam Carolla. This is Dr. Drew. Dr. Drew is a board-certified physician and addiction medicine specialist. Tonight, our guest is David Allen Greer. Hello, David. How are you? Good. You're probably asking why am I such in such a mellow mood tonight. I just saw yeah. all six parts of... Um... The addiction. Police Academy? No, no. better. <laughs> Bill Moyer on public television had a six-part uh, series on addiction. Yeah, it was quite And good. I became, Dr. Drew, addicted to the, to addiction the show series. on yeah. addiction. What is that? What does that mean? They intended it that way. Okay. Yeah. So I'm really prepared. But it was quite good. Apparently, apparently, uh, what I have, I've not actually seen it, but I've been told about the, no, the biological good. material I was extremely mm -hmm. happy with. Yeah. Really? And also, it, discuss, it discussed the complexity of the disease, why there will never be some pure biological solution. There are many sociological and psychological... Well, you know, the interesting part, I was thinking about you, Adam, there's a section where they have <laughs> no, alcoholics, recently incarcerated women who are all in rehab together. And I tell you what, you, my man, would have a dating feel. I could score. Yeah. yeah. Are you kidding? Oh, he still yeah. plays that tape back and forth. Very course. needy, lots of tears. Hey, oh. whether it's low self-esteem or just wanting to get back at daddy, I'm in. There you go. You Whatever catch it right is. at the exit door. They come out. The thing is, Baby, the you're for me. Come here. Okay. Adam seems to get them right at the point they seem to be getting better, though. <laughs> yeah. The moratorium at that point. I, uh, Are you still addicted to strippers, or is that past? I, uh, I've uh, moved on to uh, porn stars in the big oh, top variety. Get out of here. No, I, I, do, I do get the women who... I get this on the first date, you know? Wow. Uh, two weeks ago, I, I'd, I'd be having oral sex with you right now, but um, oh, I've been used one too many times. Oh, Tonight boy. it stops. Tonight uh, it ends. The buck, or I'm, something I'm that rhymes with buck. Uh, stops here. Drew, I can't let this lie go on. I'm going to bust you. I saw Adam in a social situation. Really? Yes. And you were very well dressed with a nice, respectable young woman. That was a man. And you were talking sense. <laughs> so cut it with the wild persona. Let the people know who you really are. I saw David at a Christmas party yeah. <laughs> uh, some months back. Well, you do the math whenever the Christmas season was. I was with my lovely girlfriend, Lynette, and uh, she works over Carsey Warner. Yeah. And I guess... Didn't David you, didn't was you still there. think? Didn't you yeah. still think yourself? What's she doing with him? I, I, well, no, because he's totally different. Off. Oh. Yes, I was wearing a blazer, Drew. Shut oh, trap. Uh, what am I? A blazer and a skirt. He's no, so he didn't have a shirt with inside. No shirt with a collar. Yes, no collar. Yes. David was there. And it's going to be real smooth because uh, I'm guessing you guys were doing Damon at yeah. that time, which right. is on Fox at eight o'clock Monday nights, which uh, aired the first, I believe, it was two weeks yeah. on uh, Sunday night after the. Simpsons, right? Actually, we, we, we aired tonight as our last one. Oh, tonight? Uh, it was on tonight? Yeah, on it'll be on tomorrow on Monday. Oh, I so. should have watched. double dipping and no ego trip. Oh, it'll be on tomorrow night, too. Okay. Mm -hmm. Well, that's mm -hmm. that's perfect. And, um, it was on in my parents' house when I was there this evening. Oh, oh boy. Somebody's watching. Yeah. This is uh, Damon Wayne's uh, new series, and David plays Damon's brother, I and I happen to have seen the first two mm -hmm. and thought they were great. Andrea Martin is yeah, in this. Who? Really funny kind of needs to be on TV after uh, bouncing back and forth a little bit. I mean, yeah. everyone remembers her from SCTV yeah. many years ago, and then she was one that she was sort of the... Uh 
levy of yeah. that. Uh, of, she wasn't no John Candy, put it that way. wasn't oh, really? uh, straight from SCTV to the big to to the big time. Mm -hmm. She kind of did a few movies and did a little TV, but she's real strong in this she's role. She's great. She's really, really funny. And she plays uh, the police captain, yeah. I believe. Yes, the police captain. You're, you're batting a thousand. Keep going. And uh, <laughs> Damon, uh, Damon's basically uh, sort of a undercover type detective, and he well, gets we, to we use his talents. plays Damon Thomas. Get it? Yeah. A totally different person. Right. That's in television, though. I love like, when they do that. You wouldn't be Dr. Drew. You'd be Dr. Blue. <laughs> You know, and right. you wouldn't be Adam. You'd be Dan. Well, I Dan could, Carolla. I could be Adam. I just ha yeah. would have to be Adam Rocola. There you go. Yes. There you go. Adam Rocola and Dr. Blue. <laughs> and uh, David is Damon's brother, right. who's uh, sort of a mall cop. <laughs> and uh, I couldn't pass the police exam. There's okay, a... There's a little uh, rivalry going there. And I'm guessing you're, uh, you're an older brother because... Yeah, you look like an older brother. Hey, Dr. Drew, can we digress for a minute? Yeah. My left eye has been twitching for the last week and a half. You mean a little fluttery no, thing? No, it's right here. It's going like, like crazy. Like a little, little fast I one. just put my dad on the plane. It seems to be subsiding. <laughs> Interesting. He's a psychiatrist retired. Oh, boy. He has yeah. to work on somebody. Uh, no, he's totally not into that at all. As a matter of fact, he's like... Today was the first day where he goes, I don't even know what's going on in the medical field. Because he's retired now. Yeah, it, gets, it goes know. so fast. Yeah, it goes so fast. They're new. That, three that's why new dentists are great. Because you could retire from dentistry in World War II and still be the cutting edge of technology today. Don't you, don't you hate how they brag? My dad always brags. He's like, you know, crazy. Back when I was bragging, oh, yeah. that was really oh, yeah. crazy. Oh, no. When men, when men were men. We, yeah. we, 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 listen, the, the younger <laughs> physicians have, to have heard that for right. the last 15 years. <laughs> we didn't have these hopped up drugs. We yeah. just had to call them. We perform <laughs> surgery in the snow up to our waist. <laughs> all right, let me uh, just uh, say what went on today. I want to give a uh, little uh, shout-out to all the folks over at the um, Long Beach Grand Prix for uh, treating Ann and myself like the king and queen, we think, or deserve. Is that in the pit area? Yes. That's nice. I, you know, it was something that was real funny. Um, I was hanging out mainly with P.J. Jones and uh, his team, and when I walked over to the car, I was actually out on the racetrack when they gritted the cars up, oh, and wow. you know the engines were revving, and, and it was I really exciting. I actually raced in the Celebrity Toyota Grand Prix. I think it was twice, but go ahead, yeah, uh, Adam, with your cute little story. I didn't make the cut this year. Uh, Mr. Belvedere turned in a better lap time, and uh, <laughs> they went with a name, you know. You and your honey bunny were out there. <laughs> I was out there with actually the wheeze, because uh, oh, he appreciates no. it more than the honey bunny. <laughs> and uh, see, here's something funny. So I walk right out. I walk straight for all the guys in P.J. Jones's uh, pit crew, and these guys are all wearing the fireproof suits. They're standing by the $2 million worth of car and everything. And, and I walk right up to the guy, and P.J. goes... This is my uh, head, this is the head mechanic, this is so-and-so, and I say to the head mechanic, uh, listen, I don't know if I'm out of line or not, but I was up on the bridge when you guys were running practice laps, and this thing's running rich. You better <laughs> lean it out, and you better lean it out now. That's and the guy looked at me, and he goes, we did lean it out. <laughs> <laughs> it was running rich. And I wow. went, uh, <laughs> how do you know PJ? <laughs> he was in here uh, like Wednesday night with Brian Herta, who got the pole, and uh, Brian was leading the entire. Yeah. yeah. What kind of advice were they getting? Maybe you're running a little rich. You better lean it out in your love life. No, these are NASCAR drivers, oh, please. Sorry. Sorry. Oh, sorry. No. Paint with such broad yeah. strokes. Bad improv. Yeah. <laughs> these are. These guys are the Grand Prix guys. They're the uh, cart guys. They're a little more refined. Very nice guys. Very uh, soft-spoken fellows, although... Uh, you know that they're all homosexuals. You know that. Oh, yeah. 
We accused him of that. And they didn't deny it. With really good-looking chicks <laughs> all over yeah, them. All the time. young men like you. Uh, Brian said something to me. <laughs> right. Brian said something to me on one of the bathroom runs here during the show last Thursday. It was Thursday, Friday, Wednesday. Whenever the he shows not on Friday. Yeah, whenever he okay. was, they were here, and they said something I meant to bring up with you because it cause it sort of percolated through my system. He goes, uh, "It's surreal coming back. He's been back three times." Mm -hmm. He goes, uh, "All these things happening in my life, and I've been throwing it so many places, and here I am here again." Wow, that's, How do you take that? Exactly. Because this shows we're addictive, here all the why. time. Right. No, he means he's been to Europe. He said uh, sex with ramp models. He's done it all. And he comes back, and we're sitting here waiting for him. Oh, boy. Uh, do you have some more Cremora in the coffee, Drew? <laughs> Thank you. Well, anyway, nice guys, and I had a great time uh, over there today. And Herda was basically leading the entire race into the last two laps and then got uh, swooped and came in third. But he uh, pulled and... Um, and P.J. Jones, who was having a lot of trouble with his engine um, all throughout the year because they're developing this uh, Toyota engine, came in 10th, I believe, Ann said, which is... Uh, I'm not sure where exactly, but... Well, he, can't, he, he, he plays pretty uh, Hi, Ann. How are respectably. You, I'm good. How are you? How's everything? It's fabulous. You know, everyone's so cool and calm here. You're yeah. doing that to us, David. Well, I like to bring it down to my level. Hmm. Yeah, it's Up like, to my level? Hmm. Just at my level. Over to your level. There you go. Chris. Hi. You're 29. Yeah. You're on with one of the nicest guys in show business, Adam Carolla. <laughs> Hi, how Thanks, you doing? Hey, good. Thank you. What's going on, Chris? Well, my boyfriend, he, uh, he's been calling these uh, 1-900 numbers. Make some jag off. Yeah. And uh, I found out by accident. I looked at the phone bill. Mm -hmm. And it was stuck together? How how yeah. how much was he spending? Oh, about three thousand a month. It looks like it. Oh my God! For how many months? Well, I don't know how long. Wow. Uh, does he pay the bills usually? Yeah, so I usually don't see it. Does he make so much, or do you guys sort of collectively make so much you wouldn't notice uh, that kind of expenditure? Uh, yeah, that sounds about right. How come our um, listeners uh, can always find new and different ways not to answer the question and confuse us? Yeah. How much do you make a year? Um, about twenty-five. And how much does he make? Um, maybe sixty. So, okay. so half of his, a third of his salary is going out uh, on phone bills. Right. And half is going out on taxes. Right. So he must be right struggling all the time, huh? Has there been a change in your relationship? No, from I, I his ex-wife told me before he used to do this all the time. Okay, is he an alcoholic? No. You sure? Yeah. Hey, who has time to drink with all this masturbation? <laughs> he <laughs> probably start drinking the second he let go of his penis. Does he have a family history of alcoholism? No. Okay, because this really sounds like true sexual addiction, sexual compulsions, where the consequences. For, for three grand a month, I want to be talking to one of the Gabors. Oh, you know God. what I'm saying? Okay, one of them's dad. It may be important. The Landers days. sisters. I think you're I, I want one of the Landers. I want I want stacks from BJ the Bear. Do you understand? I want some celebrity. I want someone who was in that race other than me today to talk sex to me. Three grand a month. That's a lot. Have you tried to talk to him about it? No, because he doesn't know I know. Well, you know, so you have every. It's very reasonable for you to talk to him about because if you get continue to stay with him, should you get married or some such thing, you're you're going to have a real problem on your hands. It's just as if he were addicted to anything else. It's going to have consequences. It's going to affect you. Did you try uh, calling one of the numbers? Uh, no. 
Mm-hmm. So right. you you don't know how much it is a minute or where it is or anything. No. Hmm. Is are you sure it's a sex line? Because my ex wife used to call um, astrology and psychics and stuff. No. I swear to you. No. Swear, like a thousand dollars. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> That's a deal breaker. Life's an open book. <laughs> it's back to you, Chris. Thousand dollars. Yeah. Chris. <laughs> well, listen, Doctor Drew. How does she? Do you think she should bring it up to him? Absolutely. Or? I think she has every right to bring it up. It's a it's a behavior that's going to affect her. You need to. He, he's hiding stuff from you that is a rather of an important nature. And uh, we need we need to talk to him to find it, more about what it, he's up to here it, and why he needs to do it, this. But listen, it says if, something if you're about spending, it. if he's actually spending three grand a month right. on s- phone sex. There's something flawed something about wrong. him. Yeah. You just don't want to wind up in the joint and when your cellmate asks you why you're here, you say, I was shoplifting because I'm addicted to phone sex. Yeah, man. Yeah. I had I stole my mom's engagement <laughs> ring <laughs> so I could call the Dominican Republic uh, and talk to her. You don't want to be in like one more but time. There are, there are sexual compulsive groups. <laughs> SA is available, and uh, he needs he needs help. And if you can't confront him about this, you can't even begin the process of him getting well, help. Well, he either needs help with phone calls or he's got to start honing that technique because I'll tell you, I I wouldn't uh, spend more than three minutes on that phone. Mm. All right. Now, uh, define talk, yeah. addiction. Addiction for me. Ad- addiction for me is uh, biologically predisposed, meaning some evidence of a family history or an, or an mm. ethnic predisposition. Uh, ongoing. Don't worry, the blacks aren't into that. Progressive. <laughs> the Indians. Yeah. Uh, Firewater. Native Americans, firewater. Uh, Irish, Scottish, certain Central Europeans. Bill Maher, black women. You know, stuff like that. <laughs> Is this girlfriend black? I wouldn't go so far. To I heard girlfriend. she was more Milano. <laughs> uh, where was What do the blacks have, Drew? <laughs> so, uh, David, so very large like. egos, apparently. There, There is... Uh, it's progressive and ongoing use in the f- or, or preoccupation in the face of consequences. And this would really qualify. I mean, we don't know about the biology here in this guy, but certainly this progressive compulsive use despite consequence. His girlfriend's being bothered by it. His, his pocketbook's bothered by it. It's going to come right, out so and let get me, worse. Wait a minute. Are all addictions a disease? I, if it's an addiction, yeah. It's not, if it's just a compulsion or if it's a behavior that you can choose to do or not do or if you're right. doing something that harms other people and you just choose to continue it, that's right. not an addiction. They may have other that sort of reasons. There are always reasons behind these things. But see, here's where I always get caught up. Yeah. In the end, don't you have to choose not to do it? No, in, in the end, you have to choose to get help. All right, okay, and, I'm not going to argue with you because okay. last time there was a fist fight, it got so <laughs> ugly. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Just save it for an hour yeah. or something. Uh, Elise? Hi. Hey, you're 25. Yes, I'm 25. What's going on? Well, okay, I've been married for seven years, and um, my husband, just in January, um, he's had a lot of problems. He's had a lot of problems with, um, I don't know, psychological problems and stuff, and he just kind of took off. Um, He just left, and (laughs) I didn't know where he was. He was in a mental hospital for a week, and then he... um, What were the nature of his problems as you saw them? He, well, he's been diagnosed as being bipolar, mm-hmm. and also he's got a personality dis- disorder. Mm. Um, he's a narcissist. Oh my <laughs> and so he's got problems anyway. And um, so, you know, it I... It must be in a pretty rough world for you to live in. Oh, yeah, it's been, it's been were real you, Were you the product of an abusive uh, family system yourself? No, I wasn't. Really? I actually, I really... I, thought that I could help him. I felt so bad for him that, you know, I felt guilty. Like You, you knew all this when you met him? Um, no, it kind of gradually came out. Because, you know, I, I bring that up because, Dr. Drew, I usually like to wait till the third day till I tell the women in my life, <laughs> by the way, I'm bipolar. 
with, yeah. with your personality disorder you comes ringing across. Yeah, so yeah. I don't have to tell them anything about that. I, well, we got married really soon. At least, um, uh, did, did you have an eating disorder when you were younger? Um, no. <laughs> okay. And were you were you just exploring what the sort of situation is? We're just sort of checking off what usually causes somebody to get involved with such a project. Um, okay. We, we sort of the average situation is parents that were sort of overly involved in your life. Well, my mom is <laughs> overly involved. Really? Yeah. Uh, yeah. How do you define overly involved? Well, the, like we were talking I before the show. until I was 14. That would be overly involved. Okay. Pa parents that don't, that, that are abusive in the sense that they fail to empathize with a child's need to develop as a separate person. She calls me like 16 times a day. I would right. say that that's yeah. overly involved. Yeah. yeah. Right. So, in New Zealand. My so, mom calls me once a week. I'm teed off. I have a friend who still slept with her mom in the same bed with her mom till she was like 14. Seriously, yeah. isn't that a little? Isn't that a little overly involved? Yes. I thought. Is that so. your yeah. wife? No, 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 no. I can't. I can't involve yeah. this person. Well, unless you're on a sh uh, ship. Is she sitting over here? Uh, no. The way you looked at her. <laughs> uh oh. Oh no. Oh the eyes. Oh, oh boy. Go ahead. Well, she, just, she just stormed out. Oh so, boy. Oh my! She's got no kind oh. of poker face at hey, all. Listen, this I'll one. see you guys in a minute. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but anyway, back to Elise. Yeah. Um, well, my real question is: is um, you know, I mean, I wanted to get a divorce, you know, Good. for five years. There you go. And anyway, um, but what I'm concerned about is, I saw him about a month ago, and you know, by this time he had moved out, you know, taken furniture, and he was living in an apartment and everything. And, and I saw him, and he just he when we got married, he was using a lot of drugs. Um, primarily, he loved to um, drop acid all by himself. I'd never met anyone <laughs> like to do that by themselves. Mm -hmm. um, and, he, you know, I thought he had totally given up drugs and stuff. And he had a really good job and everything. And um, I, you know, obviously I've needed to get in touch with him for legal reasons. His, his bipolar illness, by the way, may be the result of his chemical use. Hey, what but did you he guys do together? I mean, before that. Was he? Yeah, he, when he, he was younger. He never but used I, any drugs before that? Have I? He never used any drugs before he was diagnosed? Um, I don't think, well, who knows? Right, who listen. knows the truth? Elise, uh, listen, I haven't done this in a while, but I'm going to shake your life like an etch-a-sketch. Uh-oh. And let you start over again. Because uh, that's how people's life. Uh, some people, it's like they're working on this thing with the edge of sketch, and then uh, their dog gets uh, comes charging into the room and jumps on them, and their elbow slips, and the thing goes sideways, and it's a mess now, and it can't be repaired. You it know, needs to be shaken. That makes sense to me. It does. Oh, thank you. But here's my real question. Uh, let, let her ask the question. Uh, we're ten minutes into this let call, and you're going to hear a real question. I'm trying to hurry. Um, okay, here's the real question. Um, he took off, and I couldn't find him. Now I heard that he's in Atlanta. I've talked to him, and he's um, he's doing a drug called Special K. I don't know anything about it's, this drug. I can't find anything out about it. And it's a he, ketamine. It's a dissociative anesthetic. It oh. has sort of hallucinogenic properties to it. It's, a nice buzz off of it. it's more in the whole realm that he's been in with the hallucinogenics and stuff. So right. it's a bad drug. I, it's really, people she, really get nutty on it. You need to get into some counseling. There. Well, I mean, she's a classic codependent, you know, yeah. and uh, she could look at Al-Anon as one way. It's certainly a cheap way of getting involved if she got a sponsor and worked a program. She needs Individual to be therapy. airlifted to therapy. Yeah, and, and Alyssa, therapy are you, are you currently dating anyone? Because you sound fascinating. What? David wants your phone number. You sound fascinating. He's intrigued. <laughs> You're fascinated by me? All right, <laughs> I don't least. have as many problems as your ex. Listen, this guy flying the coop and moving to Atlanta? I don't. I'm really normal. All right, no, but... <sighs> That is the best thing that could ever happen to a human being. Uh, you know, oh, uh, you know, our callers are the only callers in the world that go, 
My husband is bipolar. He's hooked on drugs. He's mentally uh, and verbally and spiritually and physically and um, anally abusive. Um, <laughs> My one question is, what color shoes should I wear when I go visit him? No, this, yeah, this is even better. <laughs> he moved out and went on how to get him back. <laughs> really? <laughs> I mean, uh, I was thinking... Always, I'm totally normal. But I was thinking, hey, this is great. The guy moved out. Yes. He didn't He didn't say anything. He just left. He's I mean, your, your ultimate yeah. nightmare is the bipolar narcissist who's... Uh, hooked on acid to hang around. I mean, people, it's like living with Jerry Garcia with no talent. People right, look, start I got a question. I got mm. a question, Dr. Drew. Usually kids who have parents who are overly involved in their lives, yeah. they can't get rid of them because they grew up with a parent like that. That's right. So how do you... Do they even know they have a problem? No, they don't. Just... They, they often they often are per perfect because they go through life being perfect for everybody else. Oh, wow. And uh, they're very empty, and they usually have an inkling that something is wrong. They have a lot of anxiety and depression and don't feel good about themselves ever. Uh, but mm, these people, if they have the proper talents, can go on and become heads of companies and things because they continue to be perfect. Yeah, them and mom, and, uh, I guess. Yeah, and, they'll say, and they keep people around them, keep them all pumped up. They, they you know, sort of build a house of cards that keeps them okay. I all cannot right. imagine what kind of drugs I'd be doing if my mother called me 16 times a oh. day. Oh, I'd put a hit on my mom. She, oh, she called me more than once a week. I really would. Put a, put a bounty on her. I got friends. And let me tell you how much I want to kick my dad in the nuts today. I was uh, sitting around with uh, P.J. Jones, son of Parnelli Jones, and uh, Jimmy Jimmy Gurney, son of Dan Gurney, the uh, race legend. You know any real famous people, only their oh. offspring? <laughs> I, was, uh, I was hanging out with Randall Pryor, third cousin to Richie Pryor. Very funny in his own right. Go ahead, Dan. And, uh, and they were saying, yeah, hey, uh, we're going to, uh, me and uh, my dad would go uh, motorcycle. We're developing a new motorcycle. Why don't you come on out to the facility? We've got a wind tunnel and everything. You can check out the machine shop. And I was thinking, I'm picturing my dad sitting home with no tools, no garage, barely a car, reading some damn book by uh, Eric Campbell. Well, wait a minute. Is that Eric Campbell, the uh, Joseph Campbell? Eric Campbell's a guy who played uh, high school football <laughs> with. Come on, come on, reading some football. Joseph Campbell book, and I just want to go kick him in the nuts. Just one good swift one for not having a tool, not having a wind tunnel, not having a research facility somewhere in Orange County that I could Don't hang out I at. See, I sense a lot of anger. Oh, yes. You're damn right I'm pissed. Damn right. There was no, uh, no paddock. Uh, no hanging out in the paddock with Pops. He just, uh, <laughs> he just liked to read. He didn't like cars. All right. David Allen Greer's here, and we'll be back with more stimulating conversation. I'm Ace Rockola. That's my partner. Dr. Drew. Dr. Drew, board certified physician, addiction medicine specialist. David Allen Greer. How you doing? Is here tonight. Damon is the name of his new show. Uh, was on tonight. Will be on again tomorrow night. Yeah. 8 o'clock tomorrow, uh, Mondays. I believe so. And doing real well. They're really yeah, getting behind this show, by the way. Better. They better those bastards over there at Fox. Yeah. Fox Plantation, as we call it, Adam. Oh, Don't yeah. Get me started. Yeah. Uh, 40 acres, a mule, and a ton of money. Yeah, and a Ferrari. Yeah. Other than that, Fox it's really like the slave days. Do uh, Dr. Drew, Other do you have any devices? Uh, about what? You know, do you have any, do you collect things? No. I got a race for kids. Is it true that um, people, I collect anything and everything. Is it true that people who collect things are, are high, have a higher uh, IQ? Please tell me it's true. I don't know that. Because I get, you know, I was reading this article about people who collect stuff and they're going, a true collector is if you see, see a painting you have to have, you'll find a way to get it and you get this queasy, sick feeling oh, right yeah. after you buy it and then you put it up there and you get slightly sexual charge and uh, it just nice. kind of mellow out. That's kind of where I am. Okay. Shall I make an appointment? Uh, no, no. It's, oh, it's something great. we can't change. Thank you. It's in my hard wiring. 
Yeah, you're definitely a high IQ guy. I don't know what you're doing with it, but uh, Listen, you got a lot of IQ. I'm not going to hang out with you. We went through this last time. Come on, I want to be part of the no scene. Way. No way. Uh, uh-uh. Back. Now you're doing a new show, aren't you? Yeah. Now what's the name of your show? The Man Show. What is that about? It's like a bunch of guys in a man. Bunch hat. of guys. Yeah. Oh, that's so funny. Doing guy stuff. Oh, Tell them what your your uh, logo is. Uh, <laughs> I think it's the best. My best favorite part of the whole show. Well, actually, I got some good. Uh, we got some good um, uh, slogans for the Man Show. But the the logo is uh, who is it? Da Vinci. Leonardo Da Vinci's man. <laughs> Except for one of the hands covering his nards. <laughs> oh, oh, that's funny. So how many people are going to be on this show? Uh, well, there'll be two hosts and then uh, a whole bunch of other people. Just men you talk to? Just guys. Well, we'll have women, but they'll be on trampolines. Dr. Trampolines. so many yeah. questions. For, do you believe in male menopause? Do you? Not really. Well, what about that book? Was it Gail Sheedy? Yeah. The one who wrote that, you know. About, about male menopause? Male menopause, yeah. She wrote one about women, you yeah. know, going through menopause, and I think she was so angry that men don't have to deal with it that she made something up. Th- that there are all kinds of things that pathology of aging, but... Uh, don't, don't we just get old? They just get old, yeah. You know what I mean? Do yeah. have to be like... And, well, here's the thing. We're starting to look... We're starting to wonder whether or not men should have testosterone replacement just the way women uh, have estrogen replacement. Ooh, and I do believe that... no pro- way I'm going to let some guy put his dick in my ass, <laughs> There's again, no possible again. way again. Yeah, that would be a, a mistake. Be. <laughs> now, uh, you know, they call it a holding tank, but what they don't tell you, <laughs> they don't tell you what you're going to be holding. You've been hanging onto the bars. Oh boy. Okay, but it, it's done by patches and creams and shots. And the oh, first the way creams is to re- replace me. testosterone. Let me now. ask you one. Let me and I think that's a pretty good idea. I do. Oh please, Dr. listen. Hold on a second. Let me say something to this psychologist woman. Listen, all you nutty broads out there, we need to flick something on men because we're not seeing sharing what you're sharing with the childbirth and the menopause and the periods, we die eight years earlier. There That's you know. what happens to us. That's your laugh. Dead. You can laugh your dead. ass off while we're dead. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Dr. Drew, you ever invite Adam over to the house? Are you kidding? <laughs> you wouldn't. You would never do that. I have kids over there. Once. i got to protect that. Well, he was over there once, and we never heard the end of it. Never stopped now, Adam, am I wrong here? I think Dr. Drew is a little too protective. Of the kids? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, he said he's going to raise his daughter in a root cellar. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, boy. With a ballet teacher and a piano teacher. Yeah, you just think in about 10 years, you're going to be, Dad, you can't analyze this, oh, Dad. Who's oh. a doctor now? Oh, <laughs> oh, it's going to be so true. My baby. My baby. Drew goes nuts because he hears this all night long. Hi, can you help me? My dad's a doctor. <laughs> he thinks he knows everything. Oh, uh, you, you know what? It's it's equivalent to, like we were talking about cars, it's equivalent to doing a show where all you do is hear about people's cars breaking down and blowing up and getting ripped off and getting rear-ended. And then you and then you got your little collection at home. Yeah. Can, I get, can I get a Diet Coke? I mean, y'all treat me like a wet yeah. food stamp. Yeah. Can I get Diet some, please? Can it. I get some love, please? Sorry, uh, Vicky. Hey, what's up? Hey, get Damon in here. We'll get you, uh, oh, we'll get you a tab. Vicky. A tab? <laughs> Vicky, you're 14. Hey, what's up? Yeah. Hey, Adam, I have a question for you. Yeah. You know when you get these calls saying, can I talk to Drew? Don't you ever get mad? No. You don't? Stir it up, Vicky. It gives Adam a chance to sit back and go to sleep. Yeah. Stir it up. You know, yeah. no, listen, I, I know that I'm realizing, uh, you know, it's a little rough being known as the dumb one and the ugly one. That that hurts, because you usually get one or the other in this society. Come on, don't any of those girls hit on you no. on the TV show? No. No. They, Not one. They're all into Drew, because... Do they hit on you, Drew? No. Yes, they do. They do. They're into Drew because they're married. forbidden. He's the unattainable. He's the forbidden I, I'm, fruit, I'm, I'm and I'm just a fruit. I'm uh, Drew. <laughs> He's with the fruit. I was just kidding. 
No, here's the way women work, and this is what's wrong with women. They're flawed this way. You say, I look at the woman and I say, listen, sweetie, while Drew's in the bathroom, forget about it. The man is happily married. He's totally devoted to his wife and his kids, and they're just like, yeah. I can see them hold their panties right there. Where is, oh, you tell a guy, you tell a guy, hey, listen, this chick is married. She's into her husband. She's into her kids. The guy goes, what about a friend? <laughs> right? But this, they go nuts. They get in deeper. And especially all the sick broads we get on this show. Come on. They're more into Drew because of that. And that me. Not one woman? No. But uh, Vicky is. Right, Vicky? Yeah. Are you 14? Yeah. Okay. I'll be going through a midlife crisis when you're 26. Actually, no. I've had a pretty good home life. I love okay. my mommy and I love my daddy. Perfect. Don't put on any, any weight and don't have sex with anybody for 12 years. Okay. All right. Oh, um, you know the HF Festival? Yeah. I saw you last year. Yeah, it's in Washington, uh, D.C. It's at RFK Stadium. There's 60,000 people. I went Vicky, last year. Problem? Yeah, but we haven't been invited Let's this year. This. Vicky, what's your oh, problem? That's true. Okay, what's your addiction? Um, um, my friend, Jordana, her father is really, like, crazy sometimes. Okay, um, her father, I mean, her sister left for college last year, and so <clears throat> he was pretty okay with it, but now he's being really overprotective. Like, this is your sister. Um, this is your friend's dad. Yeah. All right. Like in what way? Nah, we don't. We don't care. Vicky, are you still? Well, we don't do. We don't do third. Vicky, third I can party. help you. Your friend's cousin's nephew's what? We don't do third Put party. Put it back on, Adam. I could have helped her. You always do this to me, man. Hey. You're overprotective. That's David, the problem. Just Sorry. chill, man. Sorry, man. I got too involved. Save something for the week. You okay. know what I'm saying? Sorry. Don't shoot your wad on Sunday night. It's a recurring problem in all my relationships. You guys still filming? You got a big fat yeah. week of getting paid <laughs> way too much to shoot your wad. <laughs> oh, but yeah, oh, I'm going at, at 9 o'clock. Nine o'clock. Yeah, yeah. There's a little envy growing over here. Yeah. There's green. It's just a bagel cold by nine thirty. I had two cups of coffee. I just ate. I'm full of uh, uh, neurosis. Yes. I'm feeling pangs of hunger. Is that the caffeine that's doing that? Maybe just hungry. Does it drop your blood sugar every once in a while when you drink too much uh, caffeine? Mm, probably. Not. Actually, caffeine is thought to curb your appetite. Are you a doctor? <sighs> Elizabeth. Doctor Drew. Are cayenne pepper enemas? Are those bad for you? <laughs> Dr. Drew, how many erections should I be treating Hello? every night during my sleep? Elizabeth, Dr. Drew! Elizabeth, what's going on? <laughs> I'm 26 and I'm married. We have one son. Yes. And um, this morning we were having sex and the condom broke. And okay. I know I've heard you describe um, <clears throat> using birth control pills as a morning after pill. Yes. Can you tell me? You have 72 hours to get yourself to a doctor and get the... Uh, typically people are using overall or low overall. Overall? Oh, yep. And okay. He'll have you take two a day for four days and maybe finish the pack. There are various ways of doing it. But, okay, uh, great. Thank you. It's very. It's about 75% effective, and uh, we, these things should be, uh, it should be absolutely common knowledge. It's not an abortive agent. There was some concern that this actually would perhaps induce abortion or difficulty with implantation of a fertilized embryo. It doesn't do that. It suppresses ovulation, so you can't get pregnant. Okay. Right. Can, I, can I jump in here? Yeah. yeah. Why can't you just make room in your life for another wonderful... Um, Darling, it's hard enough to support one kid and a husband. You? Two kids and a husband. Okay, I was kids. playing the devil's advocate. You have okay, kids. Okay, go ahead, baby. Go to the doctor. David, now. you have kids. <laughs> no, I don't. You would need to have them. Maybe you'll understand why, this, why you don't make a room. Okay, flush it. I was just playing the devil's advocate. But it's not, it's not an abortive. It's not an abortive agent. It just suppresses ovulation so they can't get pregnant. By the way, uh, Loveline listeners, if uh, you're sort of on the fence, you're not sure if you're pregnant or you're not, here's uh, how you can tilt it in your favor one way or the other. If you um, want to be pregnant... Lose your job. Have Yes. Have uh, your husband lose his job and lose a front tooth. If you don't <laughs> want to get pregnant, uh, have him get a raise and convert the den into a nursery. 
Am I right, Drew? Yeah. Very fun. Yeah. Thank you. Hey, how about giving me a part on this uh, Damon show? Go to hell. Okay. <laughs> Claudia. Hi. You're 29. Yes, I am. You know what's great tonight? We have a lot of adults. Uh, I just want to say that yeah. I don't think you're dumb at all. But, Dr. Joe, you're brilliant. Oh, Claudia, I, thank you. And I love your respect. Right. Well, it's still relevant. Claudia, I, I detect a little bit of an uh, hey, I saw uh, accent. I saw, yes. Where are you from? Brazil. Wow. Oh, I saw a great film tonight. I thought it was I thought, just, a great story, anyway. Just, Dangerous Beauty. Yeah, I saw oh, it. Yeah. it was, I didn't like it. But great, great story about women. It was a great story, but it wasn't treated in a great manner. No, I understand. I rented something <laughs> called Dangerous Blue Jeep uh, this weekend. <laughs> oh, I was in that. Didn't you see me? Yeah, I didn't have the, <laughs> I didn't have the sound up. So I didn't know if I was it was like, your I was a guy. I was, that was my butt you saw, and I was the one going, yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> you know you like it. Oh, that's right. That's right. <laughs> Clay, what happened? Well, I have a question for Dr. Drew, actually. Can I get some love up in here? You know, I'm opening my heart to these people, and they are just dogging me out. Who? Me, David, baby. Tell me what's going on. Dr. Drew can't help you. Well, um, I have a a question about uh, sexual fantasies during pregnancy. Come on. Mm -hmm. Come on with it. How common are they? uh, Because I had, like, two pregnancies, and I had wild um, fantasies during... Was Was it during the third trimester, typically? Uh, or, yeah. Yeah. During the third oh, try, this is one of God. Yeah, it's one of God's great tr- tr- jokes on humanity. Is uh, women get extremely often very aroused during the third trimester. It has to do with the hormonal stages mm-hmm. and with the uh, engorgement of that area, the, the blood supply down there. In fact, it's an interesting. You're thing. talking about the engorgement of the pretty spot. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm talking about, yeah. Dr. Drew. Uh, there's an it's, interesting thing uh, happening right now, though. You know, there's a new medicine for... Uh, imp- it's like when the valley floods. You oh, know? yeah. Hey, does your husband uh, making... Lo- uh, do you guys have sex now? Or n- oh, yeah. Really? Oh, oh, yeah. I had my babies already. The, the, but, what, uh, we the, had sex all the time during our pregnancy. That's okay. That's no, fine. No, as long as you weren't having preterm labor sex or any complication. But, no, not at all. Very normal pregnancy. But listen, there, there is... Uh, uh, a new medication called Viagra, which is available for impotency in men. It's uh, coming out any day here now. But a they're pill? thinking about using it for women, and it's sort of revolutionizing the way people are thinking about sexual responsiveness, that it may be a, a vascular phenomenon hmm. more than we ever thought. And then this this episode, the third trimester pregnancy, is when that whole area is just filled with blood. Let me ask you something. That new uh, medication... And the know? other point is... Um, Hold on, Claudia. Hold on, we have a big star in here. I'm trying to pop Hold a bone here. His name. Look, David, for, yeah. for us normal guys, if we take a... Uh, you know, one's good. Say three is great, right? Will you just pop a boner for like two or three days? You know, I, I have no experience with the medicine yet. I'll let you know. I'll call you as soon as... You, no, no, I'll, you'll be on my list of... I, I have people coming in now saying, hey, with this stuff out, <laughs> call me. I, like, my, I'm not kidding. Listen, people, uh, older folks that have uh, biological issues with this are ready for that medicine. They don't want to be injecting themselves, which is one of the other alternatives. Or putting suppositories in their penis. This pill may turn. Ooh, uh, they they say that they they haven't tested this on healthy people yet. Yeah. Men who don't have erectile difficulty, right. and they fear that uh, th- these are going to be a lot of the people using it. Uh, I know how the porn industry industry is, and they start using this stuff right away. Oh, they do. Uh, like that. Those the muse oh, suppositories. They were using that. Maybe you so can here. Have, are, do, do you have like uh, adult entertainers coming in? Here? That's the one. Yeah, actually. Uh, uh, well. Of course, I know Dr. Drew. When I was doing my butt naked films, I didn't use nothing fake, baby. Only no. what God give me. You're all man. All I, nine inches of it, and that's just my girth, mind you. One, uh, one of the greatest uh, pictures with a caption underneath that I've ever seen was in one of my porn magazines. Uh, uh, David reminds me of it. There's a guy named uh, F.M. Bradley. Field Marshal Bradley, big, <laughs> big black dude. 
huge <laughs> penis because they don't like the black guys in unless they got the big penis. Well, they, you know, all and, black men have big penis. That's true. Yeah, and and there, there's FM, Field Marshal Bradley, and it's a totally candid shot. He's standing, on, you know, like as if a scene had just finished, and he's off to one side, and he has this huge, like, arm of a penis. He's sort of looking over his shoulder, but he doesn't sort of see the camera, and he's wiping his sort of half-flaccid, half-erect penis on some drapery. <laughs> And the caption says, uh, why you shouldn't let them film a porn in your house. Yeah, but haven't we all done that, Adam? I think we oh, have, but it's at our own house. Oh, Field Marshal didn't live there. Now, this beautiful young woman that I saw you with in a social setting, yeah. you put out all your little smutty material for her? She don't mind. Oh, boy. She, she, as a matter of fact, uh, she said to me uh, the other day, uh, hey, I've seen all these movies. Let's you get some new ones. are going to get your ass kicked and get home. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm just not listening. Oh, boy. Pretty out of hand. Yeah, pretty fast. Man, I'm going to run for office. I'm man. keeping a list, brother. I'm so that. tired. How long is this show? Oh. I, yeah. I'm wasted already. Let me explain uh, the honeymoon phase of uh, the David Allen Greer appearance is over. I want you to pace yourself, man. You know, I get too involved. I give so much of myself. No, I'll tell you a problem. You're, you're a little too smart. You just got to chill out a little yeah, bit. I just, you know, it was a whole day of it. Uh-oh, Dr. Drew's yawning. All right, let's take another call. <laughs> David Allen Greer is here from uh, Damon Fox, 8 o'clock. This wasn't anything. Uh, that was not a response to you. That's yeah, what I sit sure, here and do all night, David. Ask Adam. Sure, can I finish the effing plug, please? The poor man is uh, upset yeah. that I yawned at his... I'm uh, trying to you, finish the plug for a show. You're such a nice guy. Stop with the rebel stuff. Come on. All right. Come on. You kids are have more in common than you do differences. Can <laughs> Shake hands. Come on, right now. Come right. on. Listen, I'm going to bring up McCall's Navy in a minute. Oh. Just quiet down now. Punches will be thrown oh, again. Yes. yes. <laughs> All right. Um... Phone number for Loveline, 1-800-LOVE-191, and it's back to the phones. Here we go. Jeannie. Yes. You're 25. Hi. Well, I have a question. Um, this is for Dr. Drew. Yeah. Um, I'm on low estrogen birth control pill, mm -hmm. and I have a question because um, it seems to have gotten rid of my sex drive completely, mm -hmm. and I've been on it for two and a half years. Mm. What do you suggest? Change pills. Yes. Change pills. Pardon? Change pills. Okay. The triphasic pills tend to be a little mm, easier this way. In fact, they sometimes increase sex drive. Okay. Have you been having but, sex in this period, during this period? Yeah. Um, can you achieve an orgasm? No. Could you ever, could you before? No. Hmm. Never had one? No. Really? Yeah. Why'd you ask, David? Because um, if she had no sex drive, I just wondered if she was. If she was being, anyway, and and also, if you have no sex drive, that means you're having sex just because the guy you're with or it. woman you're with wants to have it. Oh, that's no. no fun. Well, it's not like that. I just don't achieve orgasm, but I do enjoy it. But I right. just seems that my drive is just not there. See, Wait for now. women, they get the hugging side. I mean, if they can't have the orgasm, at least they got a little hugging in. Yeah, yeah. But guys, you don't get that orgasm. Uh, you're screwed. <laughs> that's it. That's all you bat, got. No home run. Are you on any other medication? That's right. No. Okay. And I have um, a suggestion for Adam. Mm -hmm. um, I have a little solution for your, um, like, the unwanted children and the mistake pregnancies in the world. I already figured that out. Yeah. Bill Cosby, Felicia Rashad, we take over an island. We drop them all <laughs> off over there. They raise them like they're, they're their own. Well, Come on, what's Felicia doing? She's making some uh, popcorn commercials. <laughs> True, knock it off. Uh, well, what about having... Um, you know, a law where the parents have to be psychologically tested and they have to take discipline classes. Oh, yeah. And right, financial back. Yeah, I mean, we can do, they, have, they have rules like that for driving cars. 
Well, why not? They should have it for children. Absolutely. I totally agree. We're all about that. Good parenting. All right. Yes, ma'am. Okay, well, thanks so much, guys. Yeah, Maybe it's just have a, a requirement of graduating high school or something. People go to parenting classes. She didn't have she didn't have any problems, man. We're no, it wasn't real. real. Drew, awesome. get, give me some real problems. Give me some real problems. All right. Susan, you're 21. Oh, Talk boy, speak into the up. mouthpiece part of the phone. What's that? We can barely hear you. you got to speak up real loud. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. This How are you doing? Good. 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 I need some advice about my ex-girlfriend. Are you calling from regular phone? Yeah. And um, you're talking into the right end of it? Oh, yeah, I think so. Okay. Okay. All right, what's... Yeah, I'll read what it says on the screen. Girlfriend is furious uh, at her for sleeping with a guy... Now, uh, how to pacify her. Right. You said ex-girlfriend or girlfriend? She's my ex-girlfriend. So why do you have to pacify her at all if you're not in, well, currently involved? Back. Why'd you sleep with the guy? Because I was upset that we broke up. And, you know, I, just, I was horny. All right, so you're if broke you just up. If you with a woman, would she be is this furious? No. Oh. No, she wasn't. Really? Is she afraid? You know, sometimes people get. I, I've heard this from other lesbians that they're afraid that the lesbian is going to sort of go, the, the partner is going to sort of go back. Yeah. That they'll lose them to heterosexuality. Go to the other team. Yeah. Come over to our side. What's that? She's always afraid that. I'm right. Okay. Well, you've just confirmed her most uh, sincere fear. We want you on our team. I mean, what can you say? Come it's going to be difficult for her to come back to you, knowing that there's a risk. That you uh, have desires to be have a big boy. You know what I'm how, saying? How that? scary oh. for right. her to get involved with you again, knowing that that's uh, hanging over her head, so to speak. Strap you on. Probably over, huh? Strap on. Yeah, I'd say so. Are you bisexual? Yeah. All right, forget about it. Listen, I've said it a thousand times. You jokers that label yourself bisexual and try to get in a monogamous relationship are just kidding yourselves. It's like it's it's like leasing a car. Don't bother tinting the windows or putting the exhaust or the rims on. It's just a lease. You're going to give it back. It's by definition, you're giving it back. Believe me. When you were bisexual, how did you handle it? Exactly. Open up, please. Would you open up? There's so many children out there who need your input. <laughs> do you believe in bisexuality, Dr. Drew? Do I believe in it? Oh, I'm asking you it's this. Sort of like Santa, you Santa Claus? No, no but listen, hands. I've talked to a lot of gay people who say they don't they don't believe yeah. no, someone's truly bisexual. No, either, not, you're either one team or the other. Of course. Uh, mm, I no. I, yeah. I think that there's a lot of sexual ambiguity, which is uh, right. something that younger people typically have, and they will eventually right. develop a more mature orientation. But there, theoretically, are people who can have both. I mean, look at Greek society, for instance. I mean, yeah, uh, we all know what happened to that, Doctor Drew. I understand, but, but I mean, there there is evidence that the, that you can be have a mature bisexual orientation. It's just not that common. Mm. Adam, are you sensing what I'm sensing from Doctor Drew? Yeah. Do you what? have a little secret you want to tell us? What's going on there, Drew? <laughs> Some in college? No, it's not about <laughs> me. It's a, probably if, if there's any ambivalence in my voice at all, it's that I rarely have encountered people that I really thought were maturely. Yeah, yeah, it's very, it's yeah. unusual in my experience. Most of the people we talk to who are bisexual are just confused, and it manifests itself in every aspect of their life, including their sexuality. I yeah. mean, they're confused in their job. They're confused well, in, their with, sense of with all relationships. Their, their entire sense of themselves is distorted. Right. Uh, most guys uh, who say they're bisexual are on their way to homosexuality. Or are homosexual but can't. That's right. I know guys who are bisexual, but they have not seen a breast or a vagina in like 15 years. But they're still hanging on to the bisexual status or title. 
You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm with you, man. Oh, wait a minute. That's me. Mark, uh, you're uh, 21. Yeah, I'm here. You're on with David Allen Greer. Hey, what's up, Mark? Hey, not much, Ben. Are Great you? actor. Thank you very much. He is. Okay, fellas, uh, I need some help here. Uh-oh. Involved with a lady, uh, let's say there's a little age difference, like uh, 20 years. Mm-hmm. She's one years old? Uh, no, she's 41. Oh, okay. All right. That's just a guess. You, you, haven't, wrong way you haven't called this show before, have you? No. Remember the last call on Thursday night? Mm. Dr. Drew, can, can we open our hearts to this young man? Yeah, but it was that... <laughs> I mean, you're always cutting him off. You know, he's in a crisis. Let's listen to him. Let's let's give the stage over to the patient. What is that, Drew? Sorry. Sure. Okay. <laughs> um, well, we met at work, and uh, things kind of advanced real rapidly mm-hmm. as, in relationship-wise. And at the time, she was involved with uh, an abusive husband. Mm-hmm. Well, the uh, original move was to end that part of her life and start ours, but it didn't work out, and now in the near future, she's moving back to that. To him. And the thing that... Yeah, because you weren't abusive. Uh, no, it's because of so-called uh, health benefits and things that... Right. She wants to keep her health benefits, so she's going back to the are abusive guy. Are you in love with this woman? Yes, I love her very dearly. All right. But, Mark, let me tell you what's going on in a nutshell here. She is with, it was with, and is going back with an abusive guy. Because that's Therefore, what she needs. she is flawed emotionally. Yeah. I know we think it's he who is flawed, but it's actually she who is flawed as well because she is going back to the abuser. Yeah, she tells me, she says she can't stand the guy at all. Mark, if she really couldn't, she wouldn't go back. Are you still having sex with her and stuff? Uh, yes. And by the way, people, it's very not uncommon. We don't talk about this very much. People who are being abused so compulsively like this often are good abusers themselves. Oh, really? I was going to ask you, yeah. you now, why is she doing this to him? That's like he's a, the one two sides of the same coin. Right. Well, she tells me eventually, she says, maybe a year, maybe five years, but she'd uh, like to get back mm-hmm. together. She's uh, 41, so like when her uh, uterus falls out, uh, she'll be over coming over to your place first thing? Uh, I don't know. Please. Mark, Mark, listen to me. You're 21 years old. You don't need this. Get with reality, pal. Find yourself a nice, dumb 19-year-old who thinks you're God. You're idealizing this woman, and you've got to deal in much more realistic terms with who she is and what she's up to. And by the way, uh, everybody, Mark included, when you're 41 and you still haven't got your ass together, uh, that's trouble. Yeah, well, I mean, being so, 41, what do you mean by that? No, you're fine. Well, I don't you're know. You're on a series this week, and that's all that counts. But my mom well, he doesn't exactly still lives have, with me. Yeah, he doesn't exactly have his ass together. <laughs> I know, but the point is, is he's taking care of his own ass, and we, we don't have to pay for his ass. That's the go. point. There's such anger. Jones. This girl, this woman is 41 years old. She's going back to the abusive dude. That is not evolved no, by any stretch of the imagination. This guy's going to take a bullet on her behalf. That's the way that is. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. That's right. And listen, when a 41-year-old breaks away from a relationship and uh, bangs a uh, Bangs around with a 21-year-old for a few weeks. Uh, 21-year-olds, don't take it seriously. And what are you going to do? Get married in five years? Uh, she'll be 46. You'll be 26. You can hear it in Mark's voice, boy. Okay, Mark, uh, find someone older than 21. Find a younger gal, and we'll be back. Love Life's phone number. i do it for 10 seconds. I care too much. We will be back in 10 seconds. I love you. This is Love Life on Radio Station. KROQFM, Pasadena, Los Angeles. The world famous K Rock. 
Hold on, hold on. Don't say too much because we're back on the air. I don't care. I don't care who knows it. David Dude. Allen Greer is a tapeworm, ladies and gentlemen. Star or uh, co-star? Excuse me, star. Sorry, past uh, Damon. Past any proglottids or anything? Uh, how do you you know me so well? Mm. That's the name of my production company, Proglottids. <laughs> <laughs> I'm uh, I'm anti uh, Gladys myself. Fox, eight o'clock Monday night. Hey man, enough about my show. Let's heal some people. Come uh, on. All right, bring the babies. I'll have to get back to that myself. Phone number one eight hundred L V E one nine one. Tomorrow night, eight o'clock. Jaybird. Hi. Oh, boy. You're 18. <laughs> What's going on there? Hey, um, first I wanted to say something to David Allen Greer. Yes. Um, I think you're really wonderful. I love the uh, dynamic between you and Damon. Thank I've seen so uh, two of the shows so far, yes. and I really like what you guys are doing it uh, with it. I also loved what you guys did in, in Living Color, and I Thank think you that so you're much. a wonderful actor and comedian, and I just wanted to say that I really respect you. So That's there's some love wearing? for you. You know, we've gotten to what know, are you wearing? We got to know Kino <laughs> since we last saw David. Did you, uh, did you get to know Kino? Yeah. Come on, can we give, give, give this woman some attention, Dr. Drew? talking about you for a second, Dave. Enough about me. Uh, do you have a problem? Um, actually, no. I, I did want to call about the bisexuality thing, though. Yeah. All right, hit me. <laughs> what do you think? Um, I was calling because um, I really hear what you're saying, Dr. Drew, about the bisexuality thing and that you don't know a whole lot of people that are really mature that are um, bisexual right now. Right. But um, I myself identify as bisexual, if I'm going to say any definition at all. And um, I've never been abused. I've never, uh, I had a loving family. I, um, I'm not a sex addict. I'm not an addict of any sort of drug or alcohol. Okay. So you think, you think you're going... No, right. yeah, but she's 18. Were, she's, you're 18. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Are you think that you're going to retain? Uh, it's normal, uh, not normal. It, it's common for people 12 to 18, somewhere in there, to be bisexual, to have ambivalence about their sexual identity. It may be a more or a stronger or a less strong feeling. Do you yeah, think that? Yeah, I've think, seen that. I've actually done a lot of work with with queer youth. But do you think this is going to be something that uh, is going to stay with you as you grow, as you mature? Yeah, I really do. Okay. Um, I feel like uh, for me. It's about the person uh, who I really get involved with emotionally and sexually. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, like I can find something really beautiful about that person. Then that is so bizarre to me. Just uh, leave your number, leave your number with the station. What city are you in? And, and it, it seems to be, correct me if I'm wrong on this, mm. that it's, it's more unusual for a male to be bisexual Truly than a female. Truly bisexual, right? Um, Would you agree with that? that? Yeah, well, because yeah. of the mechanics involved. I, I think, no, really I think it's because of the sausage is made. You know no, what I'm saying? No, I think women tend to be more fluid. Hey, Mike, shut Drew's, or not Drew, uh, Adam's mic off. No, that's David making all that noise. That's me. Uh, shut both their mics off. Um, there we go. Thank you. Um, but listen, uh, I think with women, their their sexuality and their ability to have relationships is much more fluid than a man's. I, I agree with you on that one. And I also really wanted to say, Dr. Drew, I really respect what you're doing with the show. Um, and I think that your sense of humor is highly underrated. Oh, my. But I did want to say... What sense of humor? Uh, but well, wait a minute. Don't you think society allows women to be more fluid in their relationships? Uh, of course. Yeah. Of course. But I do think, yes, society and gender roles have a, have a big thing to do with it. I think part of that is the reason why I'm bisexual is that um, I don't tend to fall into gender categories. I don't believe in them. Um, 
I tend to try to really focus on the person themselves and not, you know, like I'm not into the butch and femme thing or Mm -hmm. the, you know, being really flowery or whatever. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but a a lot of gay people are. How about uh, shacking up with like a goat or something? Is that all right? You are so close-minded. Don't listen to him, honey. I mean, be you, baby. Everybody with the, oh, it's uh, it's only the personality that counts. Jesus Christ. I live in a a very small room, mister. There, There are some theories about men being afraid of women and being afraid of their feminine side and needing to be a little more rigid with their sexuality. Let me tell you something, Dr. Drew. When I was with my last girlfriend, there are movies that I cry uh, at. at The Yearling, I cried like a retarded kid. What is that? Jody. Jody, shoot that fawn, Jody. about a deer. Pa, pa, I don't want to. Flag won't eat the corn no more. And I cried so much. And you think I'm kidding? Like old cried yeller like meets Bambi? Bambi? Oh, yeah. old the, yeller. The, the yearling uh, is something yearling. you read like in sixth grade. There yeah. you go. I the red the pony. I have them all. The, a tree grows in Brooklyn. Oh, I'll cry like a blubber. But fool. but I was reading. I was reading. Oh, Brian Song is the one that kicks right. my ass. Oh, that. Oh, oh, uh, when Billy D gets up there and says... I love Brian Piccolo. I just go nuts. Do you I, just really? lose I got it. the I same thing it. at Penitentiary One. That is wow. <laughs> yes, Chain Heat was the one I really, <laughs> really gets me. My penis weeps. Mm-hmm. All right, Doctor Drew. I don't know what, what we're talking about. Yeah, you know, let's let's just talk about this. I think it's far more acceptable for women to have relations with yeah. women as far as society goes, and a little less acceptable for males uh, to have this. And that's why it's probably a little bit easier that's for women to saying. announce themselves as bisexual than it is for guys and whereas gay here's what i think uh i think bisexual men oftentimes call themselves straight and i think gay men oftentimes call themselves bisexual they try to downgrade their sexuality whereas women try to upgrade yeah but there's a whole movement going on where like uh, a a lot of younger people are saying they don't what what this woman just said by those eight-year-olds awfully articulate for an eight-year-old yeah yeah jaybird yeah, but you know what I mean. They they don't they don't want to adhere to any sexual identity. No, I understand. I mean, I, I, that's fine. Oh, and here's here's the thing that's uh, why our society's going in the garbage too. Is uh, nobody wants to acknowledge any difference between she doesn't want right. to acknowledge difference between genders. Right. It's all about the person, man. Whoever I'm into. Yeah. I mean, I yeah. don't care if the guy's eighty. I don't care if it's a chick who's eighty. Uh, I, I don't care who it is, man. I just dig your aura. Yeah. Uh, forget the aura. Baloney slices. Please. There's differences. Oh, That's yeah. fine. There's differences in cultures. There's differences in genders. Let's all appreciate yeah, it and right. then move to our separate neighborhoods. There you go. That's what I say. There you go. That's right. Now you're talking since everybody. <laughs> Mike. Yeah. You're 23. Yeah. What's going on? Um. Well, I'm 23 and I'm gay and I'm, I'm in the closet. And um, I just broke up with uh, my boyfriend like three weeks ago and it's like going real hard. Mm-hmm. And, um... Mm-hmm. I don't know, I just can't take it. And What can't you take? And we're like, we've decided, we, you know, we just wanted to be, we just to be friends. How old, how old was your boyfriend? Um, He just turned 20. W- did you break up with him? No, he broke up yeah. with me. Oh, is, is this your first lover? Yeah. Okay. Oh, that's a bad one. Are oh. you suicidal right now? Yeah. Actually, I have been. I, I tried to commit suicide Monday. And, um, I don't know, I just... Well, just what did you do on Monday? I, um... After work, I went up to the mountains and I almost ran my truck over um, the mountain. And uh, lately, they've just been getting stronger and stronger. And I just don't know how to control them. The feelings of the suicidality. The suicide? All right. So, Mike, well, you got to understand that uh, these are symptoms of how severe your depression is. And certainly you've had a major loss in your life, and that can trigger depressive episodes. Have you been depressed before this? Um, No. Before him? No. 
This is this. this yeah, is. but you see, what Drew's saying is this may have unlocked something, and it all came pouring out. But there must have been a little something there before the relationship. Well, well, I was molested when I was a kid. There you go. Okay. But that was by our, our neighbor, and that still counts. How old were you when that happened? Um, I was probably like eleven. You ever had any treatment for that? What was that? You ever had any treatment for that? No. You ever seen a psychiatrist or a psychologist? Um, no. Now's the time. Do you have any access to help? Um, yeah, I do. You do? Yeah. Have you taken advantage of it yet? No. Why not? Really have How come? I don't know. I are just... you afraid? Yeah, actually, I'm afraid. What are you afraid of? I don't know. I'm afraid of people finding out. No, listen, Mike. You, any you... any mental health care you receive is categorically confidential. I mean, no right. one can have access to any of that information. Now, let me tell you, I'm going to the shrink tomorrow. <laughs> and I, uh, it, um, suicidal and gay... That's uh, people are already going to pass judgment on that. The whole therapy part—they're uh, not going to pass as much judgment on therapy as they will be on suicidal and gay. So if you're out with that stuff, you might he's as well come out. out. He's not out. But That's how about this? How about this? Not, how do you know? He, he but just let said me say he's something. Not, he's in the Think closet. of it like this. Think of it like this. You get help Stop for yourself. Bro. You get help for yourself, and you know that there are other young people just like you that are going through the same thing that you're going through now, and I know you feel really bad, but maybe you can help someone who's going through what you're going through right now, but you have to get help first. Yeah. And it's also hard because I have, like, like no gay friends. All my friends are straight. What about mm -hmm. what about calling Gay and, gay and Lesbian Youth Center? You um, thought about I that? haven't tried that. Where are you living? I'm in Ontario. Yeah, that's your problem. And you're driving a pickup truck. Right. you got to lose that. you got to get a Miata. <laughs> you put that flag on the back of it, that decal with the flag. <laughs> This stuff will follow you home, Mike. You know, it, believe me. You got to. And listen, if you're going to try to commit suicide, I don't want to make a joke out of it, but uh, don't go into work. <laughs> Stay home that day. But Mike, you know what I'm saying, Drew? Here's the deal. Don't go to. Uh, we don't put in a, a long day and then go try to kill yourself. There's probably uh, certainly never in your life before, and not for many years to come, will there be a more important health issue than this for you? That young gay males suicide is an extremely serious health issue, and it's not that go. uncommon. There you go. <laughs> And if you would go to a doctor for a pneumonia, if you would go for an appendicitis, that is nothing compared to your need, your medical need right now. This and is Drew, the this is the most dangerous medical problem you're going to go through in your long, young and life, Drew, and tell it's important him, tell to get him help. How, what havoc you will wreak <laughs> on your entire family if you commit suicide? Uh, that it may be a plus, though. Generations, yeah. am I right? Well, but it, they, yeah, but he may be looking to do that. Yeah. See, sometimes people want. Sometimes and there's a sort of a fantasy at this stage. You that they're going to be around to see the consequences. Right I swear to God, I'm going to kill myself. Well, I, you know, a lot That's of people. It. That's it. I'm doing it. Okay, a lot of people commit suicide. I'll step in. Hi, I'm your new black brother. <laughs> no uh, one's playing a race card. Aren't you, Johnny? Aren't you, Mr. What Johnny? What like, Holmes? Hey, uh, word up. And, Are you uh, Puerto Rican? Your hair is awfully curly, buddy. Give me a low four, baby. <laughs> you know you shave that. You shave that uni. Look at that. Look oh, at that. Oh, boy. Look at that. Somebody hopped the old fence there, buddy. Yeah, I got the hair of a black man. <laughs> I really do. <laughs> Wiry and woolly. And the penis of an albino. <laughs> oh, it's sad. Can we get sure. back in his world, man? All right, Mike. Here's, here's the deal. Uh, I, I think you're stronger than you're uh, letting on. Uh, I think you got a lot of living left to do. You had a neighbor screw around with you. You've had a few things happen when you're younger, and it's all starting to come out now b through this relationship. But I, even though all you can do is focus on this guy, this isn't where your focus should be. This is a perfect time to get into some therapy to straighten some stuff has out. To know. 
and you can talk to people about this uh, pivotal moment in your life in years to come. And, and know after that you've adopted a bunch of kids, that the suffering you're going through right now doesn't need to be sustained. There's no there's no. no reason to go through suffering when there's treatment. Good. Just, All right, Drew, you want to give him some kind of phone is number? In danger. No, I want him to hang on. Uh, oh, I know. Ladies, keep him on hold. Okay. Thank you. All right. Then what are you going to do? Have one of your assistants uh, have your au pair talk to him? We're going to talk to him. Have you, ever, have you ever swung on Adam? Yeah, I, I opened the airport the other day. I almost, I almost ran across the concourse and tackled him. Just because I made well, us miss the plane. That's a really homoerotic the pl act. The plane was pulling away. <laughs> the plane was pulling away as he walked in. Yeah. This uh, guy is an ass. And I showed up yelling at Drew. <laughs> yeah. I got on the oh, offense God. real fast. Oh, God. Yeah, Drew's, Drew's coat, his cashmere coat and his suitcase were on the plane, <laughs> and Drew was in the airport, and I was running up yelling at him. Hey Drew, if oh, you're driven, this wouldn't happen, man. <laughs> really, if you'd only, said. if you'd you pick me up, like, man. You guys are like a really embittered, oh, like an old Jewish couple. Man. It's great. Uh, Bitterman and Bitterman. Oh. Bill, yes, you're 23. Yes, I am. What's happening? Um, I've been dating a girl for about two years, and uh, I have some questions about birth control. I guess um, right now. Uh, we don't want a pregnancy, obviously, at this time in our lives. We're not ready for it. She takes a pill religiously, perfectly. Like every day, she's really worried about that. Uh, but we still want to use two methods. Is that necessary, first of all? Nope. Yes. Nope. Yes. Nope. Yes. Nope. yes. If you want to practice safe sex... If you want to be in control of your own body, use a... Put a boot on it, baby. I don't care if you well, see her swallowing those pills. There's, because, David, you're saying you don't know. That you could be a Pez her. dispenser for Never all you know. Never trust her. That's right. Well, and it, that safe sex is, is achieved through the... That's why I only have uh, let a woman perform yeah. moral sex on me. I never... Actually, at the beginning of the relationship, we both got checked out. All right, so... And we'll, uh, so, uh, I, no, you do, it's not necessary for contraceptive. The pill yes, is, is extremely effective. Yeah, but so is a okay. condom, and then you know but that you're like 98%. It's 99, 99.8%. Oh, really? Yeah. What, if, what if you piss yeah. her off and she says, I'll fix him. No. I'm going to take my pill for two days. <laughs> this about, baby's yours, think Mr. About the, Big Stuff. The kind of girl that would be involved with Phil, though. I mean, he's, well, uh, Phil, you sound like a level-headed guy. Well, thanks. There you go. All right, so what was the other question? Uh, well, I guess they were just... Off, more off of that, um, like you answered the percentage, um, the rhythm method, like the most dangerous times, obviously, is two weeks after the period, right? It's well, like, it's within a day of ovulation, if you can okay. time that. That's different women ovulate at different times. Most women ovulate two weeks yeah, after two weeks. their period ends or begins? Ends. Ends. All right, so you should... So the uh, time on top of, obviously, taking the pill would be immediately after the period. Why are you asking this if she takes a pill? Really well, because uh, well, she's more weak, paranoid about this than me. She is from a very, very fertile family. <laughs> Please use a condom. You're scaring me. Come on. Use a condom, man. Take control of your body. <laughs> There's a wind. Have some dignity. You smell you? that? I had some pasta you have and a some doctor here. Please. Do you, do you smell? Do you smell anything? Drew does not come on to there, yeah. Doctor Drew. That's unclean. Yeah. Gastroesophageal reflux. You have no respect for the show. Our listeners usually show up at ten after uh, ten. They show up drunk and then they belch into the microphone. Can we get some really sick yeah. people? Come on. Phil, you're not sick enough. We're going to have to let you go. I'm sorry. You're fine. She takes the <laughs> pill, you're apologize. fine. I'm sorry. I'll work on my insanity. <sighs> it's so oh, funny it's with, with people in contraception. Uh, contraception. It's either, um, ah, don't worry, I pull out most of the time, 
or um, we, I'm using five forms. And uh, I, as a male, am also on the the oral contraceptive pill. Hey, Doctor Drew, does this work? My girlfriend shook up a soda pop bottle and sprayed it up in her twine. That's nice. Yeah, does that work? Got rid of got real little spooge ass. Only uh, <laughs> if it's uh, Mr. Pibb. because uh, I don't 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 ask me why. Drew, you got a call there? Yes. Call uh, me. Ryan. You know, it's weird how the mind works. I look at R-Y-N-N, and I think uh, it's not Ryan, but my mind goes, that's like like spell check. That's as close. <laughs> as close as I'm getting. Uh, Ren, I, thought, I thought the name was Ryan. No, it's short for Aaron. Oh, that's a beautiful name, Ryan. Thank you. All right. What's your problem, baby? Um, well, I just left my father's home with my stepmother about a year and a half ago because there was um, some abuse going on. Okay. And I came back here, and my stepmother is a little wacko. We think we, maybe she has a chemical imbalance or something. But she won't even let my father speak about me in the house. I mean, mm. I, I, he can't even bring up my name. What kind of abuse was going on? Um, physical and verbal and mental for, she, since she I was, was about eight. She was abusing you? Um, well, they abused, both of them abused me the same night once, and then I left after that. This was when you were 19? I, no, I was 17 or 18 when this happened. What, what did you say happened What happened when you were eight? Um, she would just verbally and or mentally abuse me constantly. In what way? Um, just when I would come home, she would call me names. And, like what? Um, she would just always tease me about being overweight, and she would always just That's get in my nice. face and yell at me because I wouldn't argue back with her. And she would always ask me, you know, why won't you fight back? You're a chicken. You know, what's wrong with you? You're just a wimp. You know, just weird stuff like that. What the hell's wrong with step-parents? I don't know. And by the way, uh, what goes on when they meet? Um, what What are your hobbies? Uh, mentally uh, abusing my child? Oh, you married okay. me. Okay, that's great. Ren sounds very intelligent. Come on aboard. Very uh, in charge of her life. Am I, am I wrong, Dr. Drew? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's what I'm, I'm... It came up to this. My father wrote me a letter. And all my life, I've been apologizing to her and not knowing exactly why, just to fix things and make it okay with my dad or her. Well, he writes me a letter and asks me to, quote-unquote, fall on the grenade for him and make it okay so that he can speak in his household about me. You know, and I wrote him back a very dignified and, I thought, very sweet letter. And I told him that I would not fall on the grenade for him. I would not be committing Harry Carey, but I would come to a mutual and respectable agreement you know, if she requested of me, you know, whatever she wanted, she would have to outline it and tell me exactly what she wanted of me. No, nope. wait a minute. And, you know, Listen, I, your I, dad I, sounds like uh, Jim Back is from Rebel Without a Cause. You Remember yeah, that, Dad? Yeah, yeah. You need to go to college and forget cojones. these losers. Come on. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh, I, I wrote him back, and he never, uh, he, he never responded back. And I thought uh, if he didn't respond back, I would guess that everything was okay. But I mean, the thing is, he won't even speak to me now. Listen, he, won't, he didn't call me on my birthday. Ren, Ren, listen to me. I know this is a real sad realization, but it's kind of the one I'm starting to have about my dog. I think I may have to put her down, even though she's only five months old. And she's a nutty puppy. But the point is, is parents sometimes aren't aren't the greatest, and it and it breaks my heart to see these kids uh, just clinging to them, like like when you watch these films and they got the little baby baboon, and it's like uh, suckling on the baboon doll, thinking yeah. that's mama, yeah. and it won't let it go, and all that. It just breaks my heart. Your dad is a jerk. He married a bitch. 
they decided to uh, subsequently destroy your life, and I would write them both off. I, I, it really sounds sad, but you need to go to college. You need to forge your own uh, life. You need to begin your own lesbian relationships Adam, and write this one off. On that? She's a bitch. Yeah. She's a lover. She's a no, mean this is, uh, I don't think mother. that I should. I mean, at least. I mean, I call him and talk to him on the now, phone. No, listen. Really you can know. never do enough for this Kick guy. Forget curb, about baby. it. Tough love. That's right. it. I know it's a bitch. I, I know it's hard to acknowledge that your own parents are losers. But sometimes you have to do that. It's hard to cut them loose because they have that control over Well, them. it's certainly at 19 it's a reasonable thing Thank sometimes you. to do. I mean, if we were talking to a 15-year-old, we'd say just honk her down and uh, stay out of harm's way and get away to college. But she's 19. Dad's she's played, his, showed, his, showed his hand. Yeah. And uh, she's already independent away from him. And he sounds like a, 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 a very yeah, a very immature person. He's, she's, she, he's parentalizing her, which is not a healthy thing for her. You're right, it's probably better for her but just to forge a life. You have to realize what people are capable of emotionally, even when they're your own parents or your brothers or sisters, whoever they are, no matter how much you love them or no matter how much you're bonded to them, you have to realize what they're capable of and then uh, don't ask more than they're capable of because you will be banging your head against the wall for the rest of your life with these people. I realize that with my family. I don't bother. Sounds a little cathartic, you're out. Well, you know, it's like my my family. Uh, they're good people, but they're not terribly interested. What, what, what happened this weekend? Oh, Wait a minute, something Christ happened. Sake. David, hey, hang on, something happened. No, I didn't talk to any one of them. I didn't talk to any of my family. Do they even know you have? Here's the problem. I know what, what it is. Why does None of them know you have a TV show, do they? The the man show. Uh, there's just something, but not really. There we go. What? What were you saying? Not really. None of them know. No, no, they know, but they don't. They don't really know. You no, they, they, yeah, they don't know because you never told them because you knew that they would just like, oh, okay, what's for dinner? No, uh, I... That would be so painful and so... All right. Shut your mic off. He's becoming too cathartic for me. Can you, can you open up? Can you open I'm up? trying to open up right. uh, Rumpelstiltskin over there. Close it. Close it. Let's, let's, let's share our love. These babies out here, they need help, okay? All you right. kids are together every minute of the day. You can get your healing. You got to do it on the air. Huh? There are people calling in with problems, man. Open your heart and let's heal them. All right, Rumple. Is that Rumple? Head out of your own butt, butt, man. Come on. Yeah. Okay. No, it was Rip Van Winkle. Rip Van Winkle. Yeah, what did Rumple Stiltskin do? Read a, read a book. Spun okay, gold, gold out of his beard or something. I saw a very frightening picture of Doctor Drew right in the other room. Oh, oh, pictures. oh boy! <laughs> oh boy! Were you ever addicted to anything, Doctor? No, I wasn't. Oh, was, those were those were so emotional problems. Oh, yeah, yeah. He uh, had he had a bad relationship with a hairdryer yeah, all through high school. Apparently. All right, uh, we'll be back. You have five seconds. Greer from Damon. That's uh, Fox eight o'clock uh, tomorrow night. Was also on tonight, but uh, we're a little late for that. So catch it tomorrow night. It's a pretty good lineup. It's. Uh, Fox, and then uh, those guys we had on from that show on Thursday. <laughs> yeah, it's so uh, barely living or making uh, making a living barely or uh, not, barely, getting, not getting it on. Or there you go. Who would we have? We had going. John Cryer. John, John Cryer and uh, Martin. Yes, Wayne Martin. Wayne, yeah. friend. Nice guy. From we went fishing. And getting personal. That's right. Now so so then getting personal and then. Uh, Molly McButters, I call it, <laughs> but I think uh, everyone Allie else calls McBeal. it Allie McBeal. You know, yeah. um, this woman from Allie McBeal is going to be on our show, Lisa Nicole Carson. Oh, with the big jugs? No, Adam, with yeah. the big heart and right. a very special, right talented, them big beautiful jugs. black woman. Yeah, she she's is. fine. Yeah, we had her. We, we had her on the TV show. Who's how did you do? Remember the one she was wearing that uh, big baggy uh, burlap hat? Oh you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. She's a gypsy girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's yeah. Very nice. She's, uh, she's very spirit. Yeah. 
she don't like to be uh, confined by a bra or um, or a white man or a white man or a bobo. <laughs> but you know what? Devil. I'll tell you. I got a couple of videos dedicated to this type of women. Okay, I enjoy go. the chocolate oh. women with the large breasts. Oh, how is that yeah, Vixen right. 2 tape? Hey, will oh, you ever be seen in oh, public with him? Wait a minute. Let me tell you, a little trouble with the Vixen 2 tape. Uh -oh. <laughs> the girlfriend found oh. it queued up to the twins. Oh, <laughs> That's trouble. I thought you said she liked pornography as much as you did. She does. She, uh, I don't, listen, I don't know. Do you know, watch the whole tape? Because I've seen about I don't know five Larry minutes of Flint it. Flint likes the porno the like I do. Tape, do you? No. Hey, baby, let's do that again. No, I don't have the sound up. Let me tell you the problem. We had the Morrell sisters in. Oh. And uh, I had the Voluptuous Vixens, too, uh, that Playboy put out. I got it six months ago. Now, usually that's not a good defense, but it is when your girlfriend accuses you of taking the movie right home and watching it. Baby, I had this movie six months ago. The problem is, is uh, she popped it in, and it was queued up to the sisters. Hey, and, I'm uh, looking at your trouble. calendar. Anal sex expert. Do we need an expert in that area? Not another one. I mean, Drew what do we need covers. to know, Dr. Drew? I Butter know. up we'll and enjoy. It'll yeah. be interesting. <laughs> and uh, like the Does chiropractor she... says, relax or you may get hurt. There you go. Ay, 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 ay. Well, we got strippers coming up. We got uh, Angelica Bridges from uh, Baywatch. We got Natasha Henstridge. That's my woman. And you have Shane, the porn star. That's right. Ron Jeremy, the porn star. Oh, Tyra no. Banks, who, uh, if she was a porn star, I would be don't in line at the video store right now. Don't you disgrace her. Don't you her. almost use the F word. Don't you disgrace her. No. She's hot and she likes Drew. Oh, boy. Joanna. Yes. You're 31. Yes, I'm 31. And uh, first of all, I would like to say, Adam... You always dog yourself, and you always think you're always saying that you're unattractive, yeah. but you are a very attractive man, and Thank I wanted you. to let you know and that. You're good enough, and you're, and, uh, uh, Joanna, I'm still in the room. Started. Hello, do you have some love for me, baby? You want that? I have love for everybody. Oh, boy, here it starts. <laughs> Thank you, Joanna. What do you want now? Um, I'm 31, and, uh, well, three years ago, I was diagnosed with a... Uh, disease. I have reflex sympathetic dystrophy in my arm and I've Ouch. been very depressed. It's a, it's and a, well, let me explain what it is. It's a thought to be a dis disturbance of the sympathetic nervous system mm -hmm. which yes. causes pain and abnormal blood supply to Ooh. the extremity. That's Does affected. it cause paralysis? Ca eh, it causes a no, lot of pain. It's, it's it can a cause, very severe pain. Cause swelling, uh, cause uh, dis uh, dissolution, of the de decalcification of the bone. So no hand hand jobs are out. Yeah, I've, I've uh, completely lost the use of my right arm. Uh, but oh. uh, I've been severely depressed. Yeah. But um, um, the last, oh, six months or so, I got tuned into your show. Okay. And I just love to listen to it. And uh, my pro my uh, husband and I have had a lot of problems anyway, but um, he's angry at me because uh, one of the highlights in my day is listening to your show. And he works 12, 14-hour days, and uh, when he comes home, he's tired and uh, wants to maybe do something. And, and um, listening to your show is like one of the highlights of my day. It's... Uh, help with my depression and so and you take a pill and give a little to your like, husband if you listen to adam and dr drew anymore i just don't know what i'm gonna do because you're making me crazy but well can't you leave the radio on while you're performing oral sex on him <laughs> mm -hmm. 
I well, think you're being a little selfish. Well, no, he works 12, 14 hours a day. Here's here. uh, put your good thumb in his ass. You are. Debilitating disease. And well, she's mad at him, okay? Right. Why are you mad no, at him? No, my husband's kind of, mad at me. Wait a minute. You said you guys were having problems. What kind of problems are you talking about? Um, because of the uh, disorder that I have. Yeah. Um, he doesn't understand that. It's been that. very stressful. Oh, on our I marriage. can imagine. What? What? Uh, listen, my girlfriend gets a bad haircut. Uh, we don't talk for a month. I mean, I, I can only imagine paralysis of the arm that way. And Drew, is there any reversal of this, or is that it? Yeah, it's treatable. Have you had Have you had local proximal blocks and things? I uh, have had. Um, um, I've had eight nerve block yeah. injections. They didn't work. And no, I've had success with two of them. Okay. And uh, so there's some treatments and the and the kind other of thing than that. Um, right. It's just been a terrible disease, and I haven't known how to. Do you feel he's been helping you through this, and has he been sympathetic? And, and he's been very sympathetic. It's, I've had it for three years, mm -hmm. and um, he's had his wits in because. Right. And I can't let, let me him. let me just summarize this. I mean, he he she is saying he is. One of the things she said was he's never available. He's always at work, and she's suffering through this illness. He doesn't really seem to understand. He's not connecting with her in the she way that she needs. Understands. And but but she's but but a lot of buts she's in there. And so but what the only relationship she has with us? It's this universal uni, unidirectional relationship. She I has a she fantasy. Needs to get some counseling and give her husband some attention. Well, yeah, of course, sure. Oh, you're but you understand gross, so. this? It feels familiar to her to be connected with us, and sort of this, this sort of has a fantasy quality. to The atom that you love is not real. <laughs> that's true. That's, that's the point. And the fact is, this isn't a real relationship. I mean, we're just sort of a part of hey, your the environment. Uh, David Allen Greer that you think is funny is not funny. And the atom that you think is sober without a black eye has one. <laughs> <laughs> Put your hand down, Adam, and take your feet. Oh, <laughs> get me on that crappy show, would you? <laughs> Come on, give me a part on that show. There's no room for you your Porsche that you'll be buying, Mister. Hey, but but uh, <laughs> uh, David, yes, sir. I, I come on, couldn't I? Yeah, you can okay. anytime. Because right, Doctor Drew, you're cool. Thanks. Hey, we're on. Uh, what was that? All fired up. Fired up. Yeah, yeah all fired off. <laughs> that thing went right <laughs> off the air. Five minutes oh, after we did the episode, I don't even think there was film in the camera. It was already done. Oh. All right, listen. Wait, wait, but so, so Joanna, look. Uh, you know, realize that you're not getting what you need from your hum husband. Try to figure out what it is you do need. See if you can communicate that to him. See if he can organize his day around you a little bit, a little and bit better than Maybe you can has. organize your day around him. And right, and yeah, don't use your disease yeah, as an Right, and she's angry and what? Angry about what? About, she's angry for being sick. I, but she's feeling abandoned and whatnot. But for him Listen, let me explain work. something, guys. That you have a few trials in your life. If a uh, woman has a miscarriage, if a woman has a disease, if a woman, ah, here's another trial. When her Cramps. father or mother dies, yeah. you got about two or three days where you really got to be on your best two behavior. Two or three days, two or three months. Two yeah. or three crucial days in there where you got to come up with some flowers, you got to do a lot of hugging, you got to take a day off work to stay with her, or you will pay. Believe me, you will pay for the rest of your days. This is the way women work. They know what's going on. We have I a, think listen, you're right. And Adam. they keep women, a tally. The way listen. they work is they suck you dry, and once you're a hollow, empty shell, they discard you. They and blow you out like a dandelion. There you go. I, we had an experience with my wife. The, uh, uh, the, the day we found out that we were having triplets, it was an ultrasound, I and I stood there watching this on the screen. I thought, oh, my God, there's triplets in there. 
And uh, the guy kind of said, "Well, there's more than one in there." And I said, "Oh my God, how are we going to how we how we afford this?" Oh, she never oh, not. Oh, honey, right. how wonderful! It was like, "Oh my God, how are we going to how much?" Right. She, she now is continues to remind me of that almost. Yeah, but you could have said worse. You said, "Which one do we kill?" I mean, you could have gone all the way there. You didn't. Come women on. have. <clears throat> I'll tell you, women don't seem to have much of a memory when it comes to like mathematical equations and stuff like that. But you put your foot in your mouth once uh, with a few beers in on someone else's anniversary or there something go, uh, five years ago. You, they will yeah. never forget that. It's like a loop Let me that tell you what a gas head. really wants, friends. <laughs> they want their honey bunny to be there, spoon with them, hug them from behind. Don't, don't cop a feel in those periods. When, there's, when your woman is having difficulty, that's when you got to rally. There you go. And here's what's going on. This guy didn't rally. He's not getting any sex, and she's blaming it on us, or he's blaming it on us, but it's really about him not rallying yeah, behind her and her needs. In a real way, and then, mm -hmm. then, and then uh, uh, sort of escaping into his work. All right, let, let's sell this call before we go to break, because uh, this right. is good. I'm going to this one. Tawny? Hello? You're 14. Yeah. Here's what the screen says. Is pregnant with her dad's child. Doctor said to talk to counselor. Do you agree? Yeah, I kind of agree. Okay, so uh, well, not you. Okay, hold on a second, wait. But you're you're pregnant with your dad's child. Mm-hmm. Okay, unless uh, your little brother crawled up inside of you, this is trouble. And even if he did, this is trouble. Are you yeah. still living at home with him? Yes, I am. All right, All right hold, hold on a second, Tony. Don't do not do anything. Okay. Okay, don't smoke or drink or anything. Just hold on. Don't move. And we'll go to break, and then we'll sort this all out. All right. All right. All right. Oh man, we'll be back. Bye bye. Be right. No, yeah. no, I don't. I certainly don't. That's what you get in it. That's what you get in the. There's uh, nothing more when you go to a hotel. Than, exactly. There's nothing more annoying than hotel porn. Of course, well, I was in Vancouver, and that was a real deal, Holyfield, my friend. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. I'll tell you the problem with uh, the porn on uh, when you go to a hotel and they have it all uh, cut up. Basically, what they do is they cut the guy out, essentially. Yeah. And uh, they keep looping the same shot of him in a uh, sweaty, furled brow. And when you get home from a long weekend like that, your girlfriend goes, Guys, smell like the hand lotion. Not for you, baby. I'm just trying to get out You're so supple. Yeah. Uh, the problem is, is after about an hour watching that, I've never wanted to see a penis so badly in my entire life. And that's, <laughs> that's not a natural craving for a man. But I swear to God, I'm looking at my own yeah, penis yeah, just yeah, to try yeah, to get yeah, some yeah, penis involved yeah, yeah, uh, with no, the proceeds. Oh all right, so when we left off, uh, David Allen Greer's here, How you doing? by the way, tonight. And, uh, about some healing. and he's you in it. He's in a mood tonight, but it's a good yeah, one. I like that. He's voice. Come in here. I think right. he's just feeling comfortable with us now. Is that what it is? Let it, let it hang out. Here, yeah. Why? Wasn't I comfortable last time? I don't know. Can you uh, diagnose me, Dr. Drew? We've always liked you, David. Oh, here it comes. We, Why do you always do this every time? We've always appreciated you. you. We always thought you were really nice and uh, really intelligent. Yes, and we've always spoken highly of you, but tonight you're really coming into your own. Wow, thanks a lot, Adam. All right. Excuse me for a minute. Dr. Drew, yeah. uh, let's do dinner again. All right. Your family's so yeah. wonderful. All right, thanks. Like I appreciate it. My wife mentioned that she wanted to see you again. Tani? Yeah, but alone. Tani? Yeah. You're 14. Uh-huh. You are pregnant. That's right. Yes. How far along are you? How how pregnant are you? Oh, a couple of weeks. couple of weeks. And uh, it is your dad's seed that is in you. That's right. And what happened? Well, since I was younger, he's been molesting me, and I don't know, I just started feeling real weird, and so I went to the doctor. Now, did the doctor report this? No, she did not. She didn't, you've not had anybody from social services talk to you or anything like no. that? No. Are you planning to talk to somebody? 
Well, yeah, sort of. What do you mean, sort of? Well, did you tell the doctor who 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 the father was? Um, no, but I think she had a. Uh, um. Could have turned like an Abbott and Costello bit. Uh, who's why? Wait who's a minute. Dad, why would she? Dad? Why would she have a have an inkling that it's your father? Well, she's a real close friend of the family. She, and she's the, your physician. Mm-hmm. Oh. Mm, this doesn't sound right. All right, l listen. What's up? Where's your mom? Oh, she's somewhere. Somewhere in this country. Somewhere, yeah. But not at home. No. You don't see her? No. How come? Because she abused me when I was younger, too. And How are you feeling inside right now? Confused. Yeah. All right, but I just want to get to the bottom of the mechanics part of it, and then we'll get to the emotional end of it. I'm not quite sure why her physician, if she has an inkling of what's going on, is not alerted Isn't that somebody. her legal ob ob oh, she, obligation? Oh, sure. But I, I'm wondering what our obligation is here right now, frankly. Mm, mine's going to go home in about 14 minutes and watch uh, more movies. This, but, this Drew, needs, you, my friend, are under the gun now. This needs to be reported to social services somehow. Uh, Tani? Yeah? How long did you say your dad has been uh, molesting you? Oh, since I was, like, four or five. Oh, my God. Mm, and how regularly does he do this? A lot. Like, twice a week? Mm, more than that. Do you have a stepmom around? No, I don't. Your dad doesn't date any uh, other women since your mom left? No. Do you have any brothers or sisters? No, I don't. Wow. Uh, I'm, I'm, that's sad but good at, at the same time. Are you way. scared to report it? I mean, are you afraid to report this? Yes, I am. Why? What do you think is going to happen? I think he'll beat me. Have you been able to get along with your life? I mean, in terms of are, are you school? in school and, and all that stuff? Uh-huh. You are? Yeah. You're in the uh, eighth, ninth grade? Yeah. And uh, you're able to maintain your grades and all that? Yes, I am. Probably got a better GPI <laughs> than I did. That's easy. <laughs> That's true. I what exactly up. did your doctor say? She said you need to do what? She said that I needed to attend a counseling appointment and that I needed to get in touch with somebody and tell them. And she didn't ask who the father was? No. She didn't. Don't. Is she going to be your obstetrician? Huh? Is she going to be your doctor for the pregnancy? Yes, she is. You know what? I, 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 I'm going to go out on a limb here. I don't think she knows who the father is. I think that you are hoping that she knows. Am I right? Yeah, probably. But yeah, scared to tell to, her? Exactly. You have to tell. You, you know why I think be. this? Because I dated a girl once who uh, was uh, raped, and she was really angry at her mother because she felt her mother should have saved known. her from it. Yeah. yeah, her mother never knew. Of course. But when she was that age, she felt you're an adult. You're supposed to know. Right. You're supposed you're, to read you're supposed me to and save you're supposed me to know. This, yeah. Do you feel like that at all? Yes, I do. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Well, damn it. Well, Tony, listen. You've got to start talking to the people who are the caretakers here, and uh, the system, God willing, will help you out. I'm going to go further. Do you have to get out of that house now? She shouldn't even go home. Of course not. But well, she is home right now, right? Yeah. Oh, boy. Get out. Get out hey, but, Tani, let me ask you something without, uh, and, and don't take this the wrong way, mm -hmm. but, you know, your dad's been uh, perpetrating this abuse for uh, 10 years now. Uh-huh. Is it something that you've grown oh. to be, like, almost accustomed to? Oh, sure. Yeah, probably. All right, Drew, relax over there. And you think it's your fault in any way? Yeah, somewhat. Yeah, but you know you need so much help 
and you are not at fault. You're a victim in this whole thing. And that's why you have to go to some authority figure at school, walk into a police station somewhere, and you have to tell them the truth. You'll feel better. But see, you know, the thing is, David, is it's almost like taking the heroin away from uh, someone who's strung out at this point. It's like there's going to be a crash. And there's going to be a reaction eventually anyway. But uh, at this point, it's almost contained, even though it's 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 horrifying. Right. It's, she lives in a house of cards, and it's still her father, and all those conflicted feelings about not wanting to leave what him. What is she supposed to do about this pregnancy? I, I, I agree with you. She needs to be out of there. But uh, to expect her to be able to initiate all this on her own is maybe a little unrealistic. Uh, and unfortunately, the the caretakers aren't picking up on the cues. So you're yet. offering her no hope. No, I'm saying I'm saying the same thing you are, and I'm saying she's got to be more. You got to be clear with the people that are taking care of her, and uh, Tony, you have to realize that this must come out, and that people may not be able to guess it unless you tell them. And you have to have an abortion, don't and you? And if it's easier to tell someone over the phone, there are numbers that you guys can give her, right? Yeah, let me, let me give you. Can... Yeah, Tony, I would suggest that you keep talking about this tonight. Can I give you another number? Sure. Okay. It's one. Now, well, hold on a second. We go through this all the time. Tony. Uh huh. Do you have a pencil? No, not yet. Okay. Could you get one of those? Yeah. Where's your dad now? Oh, he's sleeping. All right, here we go. 1-800-422-4453. Yeah, 800-422-4453. Okay. And it's a 24-hour hotline. They specifically deal with this issue. You need to call it, all right? Okay. All right, Tony. Good uh -huh. luck. Good luck. Uh, Tony? Uh-huh. What's your dad do for a living? Is he in uh, parking enforcement? What's he do? Um, a, um, metal person. Works around metal? Yeah, he does. Mm-hmm. I have a theory about guys who work around metal. Uh, David, I, I know uh, Drew's making a face right now because uh, uh, I don't trust any guys who work around metal. I really don't. And uh, this guy, I, I, I had a feeling. I didn't have my metal feeling, but I, there was a there was a feeling, and now it's been been confirmed. She, Dr. Drew, Drew, you I'm cannot. That's a deep depression right now. You have to give me some drugs, man. Do you know that, that hey, you'll be dating Tiny in ten years? Was I right or not? Was I right or not about that? I, you know, I, I embarrassed myself on the GD uh, uh, CNN Talkback Live. It was JAMA published an article about the, two years ago that suggested that as many as forty percent of American teenagers were abused at some oh. point during their life. But but the reason why I cued into that is just because I remember what that girl told me is that she yeah. was really angry and her mom died so she was never able to uh, resolve mm -hmm. that and she just felt that they should have known. Well, there there usually is that hostility that mm -hmm. the parent should have saved the child from whatever the right. purpose. You're my parent. Is. You're supposed to see that I'm acting. See it and save them. Yeah. Yeah. Go. You know what I'm gonna do? Mm. Just uh, had this wild idea. I'm going to try to convince the entire world to commit suicide on the same hour of the same day, but I'm going to wait till I'm in my 80s. Please. That would be one. That'd be an interesting experiment. What? Right. We could just start new. Can we have some laughing gas or something? Why would you? Why does your being in your 80s necessarily? I don't want to do it now. Come on. Oh, you'd go with them. Yeah, I got a, oh, a I career see. going oh, on and stuff like oh, that. Okay, Look, yeah. Looking at cars. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I don't want to do it now. Wait till I'm in my 80s. Let me ask you this, Drew. As a medical doctor, she can't have that child, can she? Won't, won't, it, won't the child be genetically screwed up? 
mean, look at it this way. The kid's uh, pretty, dad's pretty genetically screwed to begin as with. is. Imagine what yeah, he's I, passing I don't, on. I mean, I don't know his how genes are actually shaped like banjos. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> is that, is that I possible? Know, I don't know how the law looks at that. I don't. But yes, there's a higher probability of problems. Is it higher or is it real extra high? It's extra high. <laughs> the kid's going to come out looking like Leonard Nimoy, right? <laughs> I mean, please. John. I mean, she, she's got to talk to someone. Oh, yeah. Oh, please. John? John? Yeah? John, stop uh, arguing with your uh, with your pal over there. All right. Hey, hold on. Engineer Mike, do you have the last call from Thursday night where that woman was just getting worked? Hold on a second, John. Somebody, let me... Let me set this well, up. Keep that off. Be careful, man. Turn it up, man. Focus. Uh, our very last call on Thursday night, the person was on hold for an hour. It was a question, a younger guy dating an older woman who was apparently very horny. And when we punched them up, we started calling their name. They couldn't hear us. He'd put the phone down, and they were getting it on. And this wasn't staged for the radio. Can because, you be quiet? I want to hear it. Well, hold on, Mike. Don't play for a second. I'm hey, telling you why this wasn't staged Mike, for the radio. I because God, I'm going to break the glass. We put people on hold, and they have no idea when we're going to get to them. Right. We have them on hold for 10 minutes or uh, 110 minutes. They don't know when we're going to punch them up. So oh. you couldn't orchestrate it that way. It was totally organic and orgasmic. One more time, Mike, for uh, David. <laughs> Go, baby, go! He's working it. Hey, wait a minute. I know what this is. They're blowing up one of those air mattresses. Yeah, the yeah, they're camping. Jeez. Yeah, it really keeps going. And then the guy knocked off for about ten minutes, and he heard a beer go. <laughs> then he was back on. <laughs> Ah, to be young and in love. Hey, Dr. Drew, oh. remember 10, 20 years ago when oh, me and you yeah. could go like that, buddy? Oh, that's right, together. Yeah, in baby. The same room. Yeah, baby. Nowadays, it's like, honey, I'm same about cut. it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I used to be able to do that. And we'll go to break. Love line. Because he's sleep deprived, and I think, Dr. Drew, you need to give some love line to the honey bunny at home. Okay? I don't want to get in your backyard, but let's check our own. Let's check our own laundry. Thanks for the input. Yeah. We'll check our are, laundry are you receiving you there, it, too. Uh, Adam, I don't think... Are, are we receptive here, Dr. Drew? Oh, yes. Right. You know, sometimes the healer needs to be healed. Dr. Drew, tomorrow, let's you're, call you're, in your sick. Your dad was a physician. You know oh, yeah. Let's about. call in sick, and let's get into Mama's world, okay? Yeah. <laughs> Three little ones need a hug, Drew. They don't to. want to see your backside going through the screen door, okay? Yeah. All right, then. A lot of healing going on here tonight. All right. That's very, very solid advice. David Allen Greer, everybody. Damon. Thanks a lot. On the Fox Network, 8 o'clock oh, yeah. tomorrow night. Oh, yeah. And let's, Adam, uh, once let, again. Let's make this one a success, huh? This oh, time? Well, let's try. Let's try. Because I swear, uh, I, I really need to buy some new stuff. <laughs> Adam, no once again, you are fabulously rude. Thank you. Uh, Dr. Drew already has his uh, oh, he's ready. jacket on. He's Believe me, he's right out of here. <laughs> he is out of here. He's all right, gone. so David, we're going to hang a little? We're going to party? Not at all. Okay. I'm uh, I'm too busy. Thanks for asking. So until next time, this is Adam Carolla for Dr. Drew and David Allen Greer saying Peace. mahalo. This has been Love Ryan, the 
opinions expressed herein are not necessarily those of the staff or management or producers or directors or the advertising or anyone. They might be Bob's. I'm Bob.